the 2023 rookies finally have an NFL home and the Millie Billies are back on the hunt for a million dollar roster. Dan, I'm ready. Let's get to it, buddy. You know the Pope listens Dynasty our religion For the blokes missing On all of these trades On all of these plays On all of these grades By the end of the day Y'all getting played So what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex Send the homie a text That trash offers the best You try to make it complex Then they text you back Now all of a sudden They don't make any sense <laughs> Broaden your horizons boy Dynasty's not for the Simons boy these trades not for consignment, boy. Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy. This my advice from me to you. Open up your cute little podcast queue. Search up G-O-A-T District, my dude. Pop it in your ear, man. Y'all know what to do. It's the... And I'll always be traded. And I'll always be traded. And I'll always be trading. Y'all try to betray them, but first you gotta bait them. Fish. What is up, Fantasyland? What a time to be alive, Dan. We get to draft for a million dollars. Fantasy football, life-changing money, Tuesday night. What better thing, Dan, than to draft in the FFPC Fantasy Pros Championship tonight, brother, tag-teaming this thing. How you feeling? I mean, if you're not drafting on a Tuesday night, what are you doing, man? This is a living. Great question. Great question. <laughs> great question. No, for real, buddy. This was this was your call. You... Uh, Sounded like you've got a little little light schedule tonight. The lady might be might be busy, so we yep. wanted to smash one of these. Uh, look, the rookies finally have it at home, like I said in the intro. And for me, this is exciting time of year because everything changes, right? In Dynasty, the trades start, you know, brewing up because p- things are different. You know, you got different uh, different players on your on your roster. You've got rookies you've drafted or you're thinking of drafting. You got picks you want to move, and no different in redraft and best ball. Now these guys have homes. We're going to see tonight where they fall in this ADP. Dan, we have the 10 spot. Is this your first one of the uh, the player uh, fantasy pros? I keep wanting to say that, yes. football guys. <laughs> yes, it is my first of the, the fantasy pros this year. So Nice. Uh, and, and I do like drafting right after uh, the NFL draft here because ADP hasn't really had a chance to settle in yet. So we get a chance to uh, just, you know, maybe grab some values uh, that might not be there as we start moving into the summer. 100%, Dan. I've done uh, the live uh, the live drafts in the FFPC the last two nights whenever I can sneak into one that fills uh, for that reason, just because I, I like reaching. It, it feels like you're reaching for, for the guys, but they just haven't moved up the ADP yet, and we're going to see that tonight. Right. Yep, exactly. So starting off uh, pretty yellow, JJ in the one spot, CMC, Chase, yep. and then Tyree Kill. Pretty pretty chalk so far, Dan. Yes, JT definitely. goes off the board. So for those are, that are new to the channel, the Millie Billies, uh, Dan and I started doing this uh, years ago now. And just anytime we're chasing, it started off as the quarter Millie Billies, then it was the half Millie Billies. And now we're the Millie Billies, Dan. Uh, we're chasing that million dollars. So tonight we're doing a live version. Uh, when we do live drafts like this, we're going to be doing them throughout the off season up to September. 
and uh, we'll be streaming them live. So tune in for those. And then we'll, whenever we talk strategies and these things or get uh, some big guests, some big players on, uh, we'll do the, the Millie Billy's uh, more kind of, uh, you know, usual podcast format. Yes. Yep. For sure. All right. We're getting, uh, we're two picks away from us. Uh, and we have four wide receivers off the board, two running backs off the board and Kelsey at tight end. I'm really curious to see just Dan and I had a little, little chit chat before we came on uh, the air. And uh, I'm curious to see who is available when we, when we're on the clock right now, we're on deck. We're just swinging the bats. We've got the weights on. Dan's checking his hair in the mirror before he walks out of the dugout. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, and uh, we, we have to do it. Dan. Okay. There it. Smash it. Go. Smash it. All right. Do so you want you want to do that one? We could we could also do uh, the person we have in number two. I definitely want to do the, the first guy we have. <laughs> I knew you did. All right. We have to smashed. We have to smash Bijan when he falls to at the ten spot. I'm Dan. That that the other guy though we're going to talk about because I'm curious to pick your brain uh, on this offense on that offense as a whole. But let's talk about the rookie first. I mean, obviously, we're right fresh off, you know, him being called to Atlanta in the top 10. So um, definitely the rookie fever is high. But then expectations are high from this guy as well. Right. What top five? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, Bijan is is definitely going to be a top 10 running back. Uh, hopefully, probably top five. Uh, you know, we know Arthur Smith knows how to use a running back. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> That's that that's going to work out well for us. Um, he catches a lot of passes, so we want to see him used heavily in the passing game as well. Uh, you know, and so hopefully that becomes a big part of his game in the first year. Though those that's that's the one place that gives me any sort of nervousness with Bijan is sometimes running backs aren't asked to catch quite as many passes that first year. Yeah, nineteen receptions, three hundred and fourteen uh, receiving yards, but he actually had twenty six the year prior in lesser games. Uh, put up over 1500 yards what a beast so yes. we'd like starting with him uh in a in a tournament like this yep without a doubt all right and we're almost on our pick again um i have three guys in the queue ffpc with some some upgrades software upgrades uh which are nice i noticed the the boards stay up to date without having to refresh as often is that the same with you or is that just on my end dan yeah, they, they do refresh a lot faster, I think. Yeah, uh, okay. At least that's what I've seen so far. Okay, so I think we're... Do you agree those two are the the two best choices here? Yeah, I prefer the first one. Okay, so we're, we're looking at A.J. Brown and uh, Garrett Wilson. I mean, neither one of them coming back to us, so... To, to, uh, me, to me, I feel a big factor that people are... I don't know if they're forgetting or I just, you know, too, too busy to, to notice, but A.J. Brown, second year in this offense, Dan. Look at what happened the first year. Yes, yeah, de definitely. Let's not forget uh, that. Yes, loving AJ Brown here, so we're gonna go ahead and smash that one. Plus, he's on brand, Dan. On brand. Uh, oh you, yes. you were you were the <laughs> the OG AJ Brown one hundred and one. Yep, I've I've had to move over to Justin Jefferson one hundred and one, but um, but we we still have a, a soft spot in the heart for AJ Brown for sure. Even that one, Dan. We caught we called that what two years ago. Yeah. And the year prior was, or two years before that, I remember, was 
Camara called that one a year before it happened. We're pretty good at calling those. Yeah, definitely. I took, uh, after his uh, rookie year, I took Just- Justin Jefferson 101 in my first uh, FFPC draft uh, best ball. So that was fun. I was I was in that draft, Dan. Yep, that was oh that was so, a fun one. There were there were flags planted there for sure. Yeah, there's usually flags planted in those those early. Uh, somebody was asking me, talking to me about like how, you know how many drafts they've done or whatever, or they're just getting into the drafts, and I'm like, oh, dude, I've been drafting since January. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. A little nuts. Yeah, the one thing I'm gonna definitely have to to watch is you know I've been in best ball mode. So much, either best ball or dynasty. Yes, uh, both of us. Know, so, yeah, so so getting back into the mode of you know, well, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to actually make decisions on who to start, um, which sometimes changes the calculus on some of these players. Do you have any concerns, Dan? Uh, we were we were choosing between CD Lamb and Bijan. I mean, obviously, the excitement of having the rookie running back, the guy's a beast. He's going to be a beast. You got to think they're going to run the offense through him. Just CD, I'm just McCarthy taking over that offense, the, the play calling just really makes me nervous. I just remember those ugly Green Bay days where it's just you couldn't, you know, put your finger on it. It's kind of like a, a, a Belichick, like light situation. Do you have any concerns with that? Do you think this offense my, takes a step forward? Where are you with the Dallas offense as a? My biggest concern is, uh, at least with CeeDee Lamb, is going to be pace because uh, McCarthy took over and Brian Schottenheimer is now the offensive coordinator. Uh, and he runs a, a very slow-paced offense. So I'm sure the pace is going to slow down some. Uh, Lamb, in particular, I'm not too concerned about even though I think Dallas is probably going to be running a lot more 12 personnel uh, than they were last year. Uh, I think that's one of the big changes that um, they're going to go with because I, th- I think they want to to not telegraph when they're going to be passing and they're going to run out of heavier sets like that because they've got three tight ends now um, that they can use. So that kind of telegraphs that they're planning to go that way. Then it's probably going to be CeeDee Lamb and um, uh, Brandon Cooks. Um, on the field as wide receivers for most of the time, too. So uh, I, I don't expect them to run a third wide receiver nearly as often as they did uh, in previous years. So that, all, that also spells good things for Tony Pollard, too. By yeah, the way. I, was, I was just going to add Pollard to that. Um, just wanted to add, guys, I'm, we're not necessarily reading off every pick. It, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Uh, and you can also follow along on Spotify on the, re, the replay. You can actually watch us on Spotify. Um, so check us out on YouTube and you can follow along in the draft. Just uh, going to discuss the players as opposed to kind of reading off names, which I, I don't think helps really helps anyone, even if they're listening, um, listening along. What are your comments on AJ over Garrett? So just so Snowman knows, he knows us well. We were picking between those two exact guys. And I get the excitement with Rodgers. And I don't think there's a wrong answer, Dan, to be honest. I'm never a like, you know, have to plant my flag. I'm more of a like, what are the percentages to me? These guys both have equal chance of being in the top, what, 12 um, as receivers this year, maybe even top 10. Yeah. I mean, frankly, I like AJ Brown better still. Um, I think Garrett Wilson definitely has all that upside, all that promise. I'm not down on Garrett Wilson at all. Uh, But, you know, we'd like to see him do it 
one more time, and we'd like to see that uh, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, yes, that that last year was more of a function of his wide receivers than a function of Aaron Rodgers being slightly washed or whatever. I mean, you know, just the, you know, frankly, right now I'll take uh, the Philadelphia offense over the Jets offense, and so if I can have the number one receiver from either one, I'll take the number one receiver from the better offense. And he's and AJ Brown is huge in the red zone too. Garrett Wilson's going to have some competition in the red zone. Again, I, I think the fact that he's going second year with Hertz in that offense, these guys are hungry. They didn't win. Oh, that would have been nice coming to us. I was hoping Hertz maybe, maybe falls to us, but probably not going to happen. Uh, he's been going, these guys, these are quarterbacks have been going early. So I was curious to see in the, um, in best ball, they've been going pretty early. So I was curious to see in these how early. So third round, the first quarterback off the board, Jalen Hurts right in the middle, smack in the middle. Yeah, I think we might possibly get a Josh Allen pick coming soon here. Um, but let's see. We need to look at what we want to do. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was looking at here. Um, I mean, my usual suspects in this range are this guy. Um, the guy who just went, clearly. I don't know if you want to how devoted you want to be to that offense. Um, yeah. Um, I'm just throwing names in there. Yeah. I think uh, the third name we might be able to. Yes. Well, we could definitely get on our way back, but I, I kind of like the first name. Um, so he's, he's usually my go-to in this, this area. And I think okay. you and I have talked about him prior. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking we might go wide receiver here, but I really like the fact that we've got, uh, this running back available. And I think that makes a lot of sense. He's hard to pass, man. He's yeah, hard to pass. He, where he he's really going. is. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do Najee Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and he just got a, he just got a big upgrade on the offensive line, uh, not only with the the tackle, but they also took um, Darnell Washington, who is a tight end who's basically the same size as a tackle. Uh, so I think they're going to probably uh, be able to run Najee a lot more effectively. Uh, and last year he had a little bit of an ankle injury too, so uh, hopefully that or foot injury that so hopefully that's all healed up. Yeah, we, we talked about Najee in our um, the owner's lounge. Go check those out, High Stakes Dynasty, just talking about trades, managing our rosters, that sort of thing. And and we made some moves for Najee in some some higher stakes leagues, some 500s that Dan and I share. And mm -hmm. like I said, I'm building rosters in best ball right now, and it's really hard to pass him up where he's going, especially third, like especially when he falls to the fourth round, Dan. Yeah. Um, it's the value is just too juicy. You got to think that he's going to bounce back. Uh, from last year, and even if you look at last year, it wasn't wasn't that awful, Dan. All right, I'm going to load a couple more players, or at least one more player into the queue. All right, I'll go back to look at Najee's uh, numbers there just to... So he did make it back to us. Yes. Yeah, the only question is, do we want to go that running back yeah, early? Yeah, I'm just seeing what... This early? Yeah, let me see what else. Um... But it do that does look like a pretty juicy... It's it's hard to pass up with our build right now. Right. I think it would it would really be nice to build off of that for this type of tournament. Okay. So you want to go Gibbs here? I'm just like, do you have do you have a receiver you love? Nope. Right now. Nope. That's Let's where I'm Gibbs. at. 
that's exactly where I'm at. So I'm taking Gibbs here. I love it, dude. I love it with uh, so Bijan. So we're in the ten spot again. Those are listening. Where Bijan is the start. Come back with AJ Brown, and then we smash Najee Harris and Jameer Gibbs coming back in the fourth round. So three running backs and one receiver. Daniel, <laughs> I love how before we came on, the one thing I remember you saying was, "Yeah, we can we can probably go receiver heavy in this one." <laughs> Exactly. And we started off just green, buddy, green, like it's <laughs> April 20th. Yeah, um, you know, and that's, but that's the thing. I mean, you know, you can go into a draft with a plan. Um, but we had, we had a couple things that didn't quite fall the way I thought they might. Um, so, you know, why not take what, what we have available here? I was thinking uh, Diggs would probably make it to us. Um, I thought Bijan might go before Diggs. And then... Uh, you know, Harris was just kind of a, that, that was more of a crime of opportunity than anything. Yeah. Alex Keaton, it was calling out for Gibbs, uh, I think prior to our pick. So he's, he's liking go. that one. Yep. So far, so good. I mean, you got one team with JT, Brees Hall and, and Stevenson. I'm not going to shy away from them, but that's probably our biggest competition when you, you know, when you're comparing kind of who's got muscle at running back as much as we do, um, as long as these rookies live up to to the hype and the thing is you never know where their ceiling is either right which is which is nice in a tournament like this yeah i i still have a little bit of trouble taking Brees hall this high until we know more about um you know how he's coming back from that injury i think he's probably gonna come back pretty good i think you know he might be slow the first month or so of the season um, do you, do you prefer guys playing. like that in best ball or, or, or in a situation like this, Dan, where you, you can decide when they're in, in their, in your lineup or not? Sorry. No, I, I mean, I basically with, with Brees Hall, I just prefer not to take him that early at all. Um, you know, cause I can, I can always add some Brees Hall later. Uh, I don't need to, you know, I can catch up on my, uh, exposure to him. Surprised to see Walker still, still in that same range like he has uh, like yeah. from what i could hear out there in twitter land there was too much hate in my opinion for for walker after charbs going over there uh, in the draft but still going in the you know mid to back end of the second round right yeah and and the thing is is i'm i'm afraid you know walker never got a ton of receiving work as it was and i he's going to get even less now yeah uh you're already hearing like goal line work and and receiving work for for charbs yeah, because Charbs is definitely uh, was the better receiver in college, and then they added uh, uh, JSN Jackson Smith Nigba, um, who's who's going to be way better. Uh, Say that you know, ten that, times, Dan. Yeah, right. Um, that's that's going to make it a lot lot easier uh, for them to throw the ball other places. You know, so Kenneth Walker, I think, might turn into a little bit more of a two down banger, uh, which. You know, I, I'm not going to take a two-down banger uh, second round in the second round unless yeah. it's on an offense that's playing very fast, and I think they're just going to score a ton of touchdowns. Which you could you could see why guys like Tony Pollard are climbing up past past you know the Brees Halls, the Walkers, the Jacobs, yep, um, with no threat really going to uh, to Dallas. So we're at the end of the f- fourth round. We've got six tight ends off the board, five quarterbacks, 17 running backs with my boy J.K. Dobbins going off the last pick, and then 19 receivers. There was a question. Uh, shout out to the chat. You guys are yeah, champ tonight. Oh, Famous J had a question. Yes. Ranking, rank BJ 
DJ. Bijan, JT, and Barkley. Dan? Um, right now, I before the draft, I had it um, JT, Bijan, Barkley. I now have it uh, Bijan, JT, Barkley because with um, AR-15 coming into, um, into Indianapolis, um, you know, when you've got the running quarterbacks, they tend not to throw the um, running backs nearly as much. Uh, so I think it's going to make it a little bit, you know, like GT is going to have to score a ton of touchdowns. I think uh, Anthony Richardson's also going to take some touchdowns away from him. Uh, so it just it just makes the path a little bit more difficult for JT at this point, I, I think. Whereas Bijan, we're not worried about Ritter or um, Taylor Heineke if it comes to that. Uh, really stealing a lot of his rushing touchdowns, or you know, and they'll they'll probably be pretty likely to be dumping it off to him. Uh, he will be used heavily, you know. He can be used heavily as a receiver too. And then Barkley, uh, I like him, but you know they added a lot of weapons there. Um, I think they wanted to become a little bit less reliant on Barkley than what they were last year. He's so, on he's on franchise tag tag Dan. Right yeah, now? he's on the franchise yeah. tag. Hasn't signed it yet. I'm sure he will. But yeah, yeah, you know. But it's the, the whole commitment thing, like you said, adding the weapons. Right. Um, yeah, Bar- Barkley, I think, is falling out. For me, I still have JT there. I just think that – one thing I was going to ask you, do you know who Lamar's running back was when he came in as a rookie or even his second season? I was trying to look that up, and I kind of um, – I had someone in mind, and it wasn't, and then I kind of just – Yeah. Ray Rice was before that time. Yes, yes, Ray Rice was before then. Who's the little guy that was like undrafted or whatever, and he was for two years for for set or for is it for set? Oh yeah, um, that was I think before. That was before. Well. Man, I'm too old. Yeah, man. I don't too know. Many, too many years playing fantasy. <laughs> Anyways, my point is, I do th- still think that next year is the offense has to go through JT, in my opinion. Um, he's, he's, yeah, I, I just, for me, I'm flip-flopping between Bijan and JT. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, um, fault anyone who's taking one over the other, but Barkley is definitely the the third guy in, in that group. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm hyped about my, my Colts, Dan, the fact that they got rich. I, I was thinking about this, like I, I wasn't really big you know tooting my my horn for ar coming into the the draft it's kind of like that girl in school that you know your buddy's asking you like how pretty you think she is and you know she's like a 10 and you're like she'll never like me so why would i say you know it's kind of like one of those right you 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 don't think your your team's ever going to draft a guy like anthony you know richardson and of course right of course the colts do it and i mean I couldn't be more ecstatic, man. It's it to watch this happen with the coaching staff that they brought in, the weapons they have there already. Um, yeah, Ballard. Right. Uh, someone was saying like, he, I was kind of bitter at Ballard for a bit there just because of the the QB carousel, but it's nice to have uh, this upside project now in India. All right, we are one pick away. Let's do it. Um, Let's I, do it. I threw some guys in the queue. Uh, the last two guys, I think we could definitely wait till around the corner. On the way back. Yeah. Uh, so it becomes a question of, do we want to... So do, do we want to nail down uh, a tight end now, or do we want to go with wide receiver? So I know you're... Pr- 
I know you were like, I know the tight end here is a, a spot you were you were really excited to get. Yeah, but with our build, that's yeah. Okay, so who who do you like wide receiver that's available? I uh, like the two you, you've got. The two you've got there are pretty even for me. I, I've got them okay. in that order exactly. We, we, we can also throw Drake uh, Drake London in there. Oh, dude, yeah, you know what? Do that. Okay, do um, that. Let's get the some stacks going here. Do you, do you want to take Drake here? Yes. Are you waiting for me to take it? No. No, okay, I got good. Sorry, I started looking on another page and then. Um... All right, so so far we've got Bijan Robinson, AJ Brown, Najee Harris, Jameer Gibbs, and Drake London for the start of a ATL stack there. Yes. Yeah, and the Harry Smoo man came up with it. Alex Collins, that's who I was trying to think of. And also Mark Ingram. Oh, that's there. right, Alex Collins. That's right, yep. and Mark Ingram. Yeah. Forgot about Alex Collins. Great call, Snowman. Yeah. So, guys, if you're not already playing on the FFPC, go use the code GOAT right now. Sign up, myffpc.com. You'll get an initial deposit bonus that you can use towards any draft right now they've got dynasty redraft best ball you name it it's happening right now at the ffpc and we're doing a 350 buy-in tonight fantasy pros championship a million dollar grand prize and we are just approaching our pick in the sixth round after picking three running backs and two receivers dan yep and I think we're definitely going to want we're definitely going to want to go quarterback here because I see a you know kind of a tear drop off after these guys and we've got a long wait too. Um, so I I like either Herbert or Lawrence here. Thoughts on that? Just looking at um, where I have these guys. Yeah, I have Herbert. I'd take Herbert over Lawrence at this point. Okay. Yeah. I, I like the fact that Kellen Moore went there to be the offensive coordinator. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think they're going to be throwing a lot. I mean, Lawrence is a very good pick, too, but uh, we'll we'll go with Herbert. Any thoughts on us trying to get the Mike Williams-Herbert stack there, or do you have concerns with the often injured? I, I don't think he's going to last. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just don't think he'll make it back to us. I think if we wanted that stack. Oh no, no, I just no, I'm, I just meant like if we took them prior. Oh okay, um, no, I mean, you know, the nice thing is, is you know, with uh, with managed leagues, if Mike Williams is out, then you start somebody else. But you know, I th- hopefully uh, London can give us just as good a performance as Mike Williams. Uh, you know, it though the Atlanta offense is fairly slow paced. But I think, uh, you know, I think London's a good pick there. I'd rather go with the younger guy uh, this early in the draft. And if I'm going to take older wide receivers, take them a little bit later. Valid. All valid. We definitely have the young young rookie uh, running back core and Najee yeah. for a, a third bounce back season. Yep. So Swift goes off the board now, end of the, the sixth here, Dan, or middle of the sixth. I just made a trade. As you know, moving Swift and Pickens and a 305 for 104 and J.K. Dobbins. So Swift 
him going to Philly has really brewed up the market uh, dynasty wise. How, where do you sit on him redraft best ball, especially a tournament like this? Do you think that his ADP is there yet? Or do you think he's going to keep climbing slowly as people get more hyped up about him in a better offense and maybe in a new situation where he might get the opportunity? Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I think right now he's probably going in about the right spot. Um, you know, I, I do think Philly's going to use him, but I also think there's going to be, you know, he, he has to contend with Jalen Hurts, which he didn't have to contend with before. And uh, Rashad Penny, for however many weeks he's healthy, is also going to be um, a significant uh, stumbling block for him. So, you know, I, I think Swift is probably going to do something pretty similar to what he's done in Detroit, which yeah. is going to put him as kind of a little bit more of a, a, a mid-RB2, something like that. Uh, you know, and I think there are still some players that probably have more upside than him available. Um, like I would have probably taken Damian Pierce before him. I would, Akers did go before him and I like that a lot. And then there might be another running back or two that, uh, also has lots of good upside. Yeah. So Swift has been RB 15, RB eight, RB 15, uh, the last three years, fantasy points per game. Shout out to uh, MP60DCL. <laughs> I, I got to get uh, his name. Shout out to, to him in Germany, man. He's always, he tunes in pretty often. We appreciate the support and we appreciate you tuning in tonight. We appreciate all of you guys tuning in tonight. If you like any of this, guys, smash the like. We're going to keep bringing this. This is the first one of the season, our first million-dollar draft, million-dollar roster. And we are up, just starting the seventh. There goes Waller, Dan. Yep. I was surprised I mean, at how long he lasted. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, we were considering him the last two picks, and he goes at the end of the uh, sixth round there. Yep, but that's all right. Tight end eight. That's a, that's a nice value for uh, team one, for sure. Who already had TJ Hawkinson uh, that he took in the second round. Yes. <laughs> Harry Snowman's calling the stacks. Yep. Number two, looking like he's, yeah, he's got the JSN, the Metcalf. Very possible. Yeah, so he can he can take uh, Lockett here if he wanted to, or did Lockett already go? Um, no, Lockett nope. not gone yet. He goes Ingram instead. Yep. Yeah, but I I, I think he's got a, a a decent draft going there at the number two spot. All right, I'm going to throw a couple guys in the queue here. Yeah, I'm just starting to go through now. This is where, you know, it's you've got your favorites. Some of them look ugly. Some of them look like value. Yeah. I think all those are pretty much good value in this range. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, I put this guy number eight in. I don't know if you did too, but don't hate that. Yeah, I think that might be one we can come back, push around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I know some people. Uh, are you picking? Christopher Davis uh, asking Dan Pickens or Deontay for you more often. I think you and I were going on and on about Deontay prior to pressing the red button. Yeah, I, I want some of both. 
uh, I, I've been taking a little bit of both in uh, in best balls. So uh, I haven't done really any managed leagues. This is the first managed league that uh, we've drafted. So, uh, but I I would probably take Deontay a little bit more in a managed league like this because I do think he's uh, you know he had terrible touchdown luck last year. He didn't score a single touchdown. What are the odds of that? But he got targeted big time. Yes, and, he did, and and that's you know that's that's why I was telling you he's one of those guys right now where I I, I you know I check my ownership percentages because it's I don't want to go too crazy, but in pretty much any draft I find Deontay is such good value right now. Yeah, Joe Joe Mixon went at running back twenty five. Yeah, that's a huge value. Yeah, uh, so I, I I like the value he got. So I think you know we can look at probably a. Probably, yeah, wide receiver here for sure. Um, who do you like? Because we know who we want to take coming back around. Yeah. So who else do you want to take? So we'll I'm, take the... I'm probably leaning the first guy. But, I mean, they both have... The first guy is just more proven, more consistent. They both have not the greatest situations. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like the first guy at this point in our roster, especially especially to complement the first guy with our next if we get it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All right. I'm going to go ahead and hit draft on Mike Evans. Wheeler in the house. What's up, Kev? All right. So we take Mike Evans here as our receiver three in the yep. seventh round. He's the receiver 38 off the board, Dan. Let me go get my uh, Mike Evans facts here. And, I mean, this man is as consistent as it gets. All you Don't... have to say is wide receiver 38, and I'm on board. Right? You know what I mean? So he's been – listen to this, Dan. He, the worst he's been in his entire career was his second year he was – Wide receiver 25. We're always looking at fantasy points per game. Starting last year, going back, he's, he was 13th, 10th, 16th, 5th, 10th, 19th, 3rd, 25th, and 14th. So that's not value. I don't know yeah. what is. Yep. Yeah, that definitely feels real good. We got a, we got a nice starting lineup uh, put together. Got our, our flexes filled with uh, Gibbs and Evans. So it's not bad at all. So, guys, make sure you tune in tomorrow night on the Player Profiler Network. We are rocking our weekly show. We started last week. We had a big show last week, tomorrow night. Another big one coming. Talking about the rookies, where they landed, who we like, who we don't like, all that goodness. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be talking about... More, more in relation to uh, redraft, though, we'll definitely uh, be talking a little dynasty value as well. But uh, for sure, who we're liking for redraft, um, you know, which which players should be moving up and down. All One right, more pick. Let's, yep. And, oh, no, I thought it was taken there. All right, come on. There it there is. There we go. All right. Nice. All right. Our, so we just our... took Quentin Johnson for the stack with Justin Herbert, 
you love Dan for me, like we've got the two rookie running backs at the front, the top two taken, and then just having this like wild card receiver as your wide receiver four that you're stacked with your with the uh with Herbert quarterback that we took in the what sixth round. Yep. I mean tournaments like this, I, I love I love builds like that. Yeah, without a doubt. And then uh, we, were, we were talking about there was going to be a pretty big uh, teardrop on uh, quarterbacks after Trevor Lawrence went off the board, and that's that's exactly I haven't what seen we've seen. One taken. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're, we're close to two rounds since the quarterback's been taken, um, and I expect we'll probably, we'll probably get to at least two rounds. If neither Team 7 or 8 take a quarterback here, we'll probably make it uh, well into the ninth round before another one goes. Yeah, it just took Davis. Team next to us, interesting build. Diggs, Wilson, Higgins, Cooper, and Godwin pissed yellow and then went green. Akers, JC, and then Madison. Yeah, Curious and to I, see how that ends up. And I was thinking that might be what kind of what our build might look like. And, but the fact that Team 9 went that way kind of pushed us a different way. Um, which is fine. I mean, you know, that's what you want to do is is take advantage of the value. You you gotta be you gotta be flexible. Um, Wheeler, stop bragging. Our stack is better. All right, Just don't even bother. Uh, you gotta be. You, you know, and we talked about that coming in. We for sure we're, we're co-owning. We're we're co-drafting. So you want to have that discussion coming in. You know, what are your thoughts? What are this and that? But like we said, you know, at the end of the day, the draft will kind of make the decision for you in a lot of spots. Yeah, um, yep, especially sure. in the beginning, especially in that the back end of that first round, I find that's one of the benefits of being there. Is in a way, it narrows down who you're going to start with. Yep, yep, for sure. I find interesting that Herbert's value has not really gone up. I don't find in AT in, in ADP if anything, but I, I don't know. Like, is look, I was high on Roshan. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But without the draft capital, do you still worry that he's taking over that job, or do you think Herbert can still? Oh, I, yeah, I've definitely got some concerns on Herbert at this point. Uh, you know, because he's only got six round draft capital. So, and they took uh, they took Roshan in the fourth. Uh, you know, it, it, in the fourth round to sixth round, that's not a huge difference. But still, you you've just got to worry a little bit that. Um, there's not going to be enough for all of them to eat. I mean, they could all rub each other out, basically. Joe Carlton in the house, giving his thoughts. Thanks for hanging out with us guys tonight on this fine Tuesday evening. Check out the FFPC, myffpc.com. They got live drafts happening on the regular. We are doing a 350 buy-in Fantasy Pros Championship for $1 million. And we are just about to start the ninth, I was going to say ninth inning, the ninth round in a 20-round draft so far on the GOAT district. Sorry, sorry, Dan, the Millie Billies <laughs> roster. Bijan, A.J. Brown, Najee Harris, Jameer Gibbs, Drake London, Justin Herbert, Mike Evans, and rookie Quentin Johnson for the Charger stack. I'm just loading up our Q 
queue with a few players So question, here. question for you, Dan, that maybe the audience uh, might be interested in hearing about, ooh, the Leafs tied it up. Shout out to all the, the Leaf fans out there. They finally made it to the second round, Dan. It's only been 19 years. Um, but any thoughts on, I mean, we're degenerate. We're going to have multiple teams in these things. We're going to do a bunch online, um, online streaming. If someone's doing a couple entries, maybe three, because they have the, the deal on right now on, on myffpc.com, when you, when you pick up three teams, uh, you get a special bonus. Do you have advice for like if someone's doing volume versus one to three teams on how to build or do, is your approach different at all? Or are you still kind of, you know, approaching your drafts the same? Well, I think you, you know, if you're doing volume, you definitely want to be able to mix up uh, what you're doing a little bit more. I mean, you know, if you're doing if you're doing a couple, three drafts, uh, you go get your guys um, as much as you can from whatever position you're in. And the other thing is, is hopefully, you know, with, uh, you know, with three drafts, hopefully you end up at three different areas of the board. So you'll get some natural uh, variation that way. If you're doing a lot of drafts, then then that's where you have, can get a little bit more creative. I'm not going to be doing a ton of the fantasy pros ones. Um, I'm going to I'm going to do more of the main events um, rather than fantasy pros, just because I like uh, how the payout structure works on that a little bit better. I mean, it's definitely more expensive, but uh, I, I still like the payout structure and how that works. So uh, love the love those mains. Those are a lot of fun, but these are that's nice a, ways that's to, a nineteen hundred dollar buy in, Dan. Um, yeah, sixteen hundred if you uh, if you get the early bird. So ah, yeah, you, okay. you can definitely you can definitely cut that back a little bit. Yeah, that's a pretty big savings actually. Um, we'll we'll be in Vegas drafting one of those. Our foes was it pros versus Joes that we won. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So we've got that one, and then um, we'll we'll probably draft at least one more. <laughs> Harry Snowman thinks Theo's in this draft with Kincaid and Chig going off the board back to back there in the three spot. What are your thoughts on Kincaid for year one? Oh, we're coming up. You know what? Let's, yeah, we are coming hold, up. Hold that thought, Dan. Hold that yeah. thought. All right. So the last three players that I have, we don't need to take those on this pair of picks at all. That's going to be for like the next round. Ah, oh, man. Oh yeah, Char Charbonnet just went off. I was uh, that would have been a great pick for us, I think. Right yes. There. Oh, there's right. a there's a guy I just threw in. Number six is a guy I really like here. All right, um, let me refresh. He's a guy I think is going at a good price right now. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think that probably makes as much sense as anyone. Otherwise. You know, Michael Thomas is another one I'd consider here. Um, don't love drafting him, but on the other hand, I mean, if he's, you know, if he's back, he could be great. I let's don't... go. Let's let's do number six though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, Gibson is a guy I find again similar to Deontay Johnson. Like he's, I just always find that he's at a good value. And if I'm looking and I don't see a name I like and I scroll down a bit and I see Gibson, I don't feel like I'm reaching. Like I feel like I'm getting him at, at the right price. Right. Yeah, for sure. 
and we've talked about it on the show, Dan, the channel a million times now, BNME going over there to Washington. Um, you got to think Gibson is going to be a big part of that offense. He's He's got, he's, you know, receiver at one point, turned turned running back, so he's got that versatility. There goes Roshan, uh, A-Chain and Roshan. I like that that double tap. Yeah, A-Chain was a, was a nice pick there. I like that. That was somebody I was also thinking yes. about. And that's the thing this time of year, and I just threw another name in there that I really like, um, is like you said, Dan, the fun of doing these quickly after the draft is a lot of these ADPs haven't settled. Similar to when we do the drafts, the best balls in January, February, ADPs haven't settled yet. So it's it's kind of the best time to pounce on opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I like what you're thinking there. With that last one I added? Yeah. I really like, um, I feel like it kind of locks up that position. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't think we'll need to touch it anymore. Do it. The guy I talked about last week, Kendry Miller, he's to me. Little... Yeah. He's, he's fallen into a really nice spot here. Oh yeah. I love that. And, and the capital, which, which round did he go Dan third? Uh, yes. Yeah. To new Orleans. I mean, they, they're always solid defensively. Solid running game uh, with yep. Derek Carter managing the offense. You got to think uh, he'll have the opportunity there for sure. Absolutely. So we we lock up kind of the the running back position. Dan with Bijan in the first, Najee Harris in the third, Jameer Gibbs in the fourth, Gibson, and then Kendra Miller. It's yep. a nice it's a nice running back room, Dan. Yeah, it really is. And if he makes it back around, uh, I'm going to pound the table for our number one. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll talk about him wherever he gets drafted, but uh, hopefully it won't be until we draft him. Yeah, there's a few guys at that position that are still still hanging around there. I'll be curious to see if any of those make it back to us. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's, and, and I think there's a pretty good chance that, uh, that number one guy is going to make it to us because there's, yeah, there's, there's still some options coming up that others might like better, but I know I'm going to like the price on this. It'll be interesting to see, um, With Baltimore, because um, we just saw Odell Beckham go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so Beckham is going in front of Bateman. Um, Flowers, I think, has, yeah. So Flowers and Bateman have both, or, or Flowers and uh, Beckham have both gone, and Bateman's still on the board. Um, so that gives you an idea of where a lot of people are leaning. Personally, I think, uh, you know, there, there's there's not going to be a ton of work um, unless something happens to to Beckham. I think Flowers might be starting off a little bit slow. Uh, I I think Bateman's probably going to be the better. Uh, yeah, and and you, it, it's not a type of offense where like you know Flowers going to come in and just get peppered with targets every game. You know what I mean? It's not like you know. Uh, so it's not that type of offense. So it's going to take a, a little longer. So yep. I do think Bateman is is going at a sneaky price, especially going after Odell. That that surprised me. Since since Odell got signed, I noticed that in a lot of even the best balls. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
But I do notice, Dan, in this range right now, like we're in the 10th going into the 11th. And that's why I like what we did with the running back position is there's a lot of nice receivers in this range right now when mm -hmm. I'm looking in the in the queue. Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Bateman goes off the board there. I think he, he could be great value yep. in the 11th round. Even even the other guy, actually, Jacoby Myers, the guy that I added in our queue, I think he's sneaky. He's he's one of those guys where he's he'll be consistent. He's gonna get those targets every week. Uh, mm -hmm. You saw him in in New England last year, pretty consistently like receiver two, you know, in your lineup. They just yep. signed him, so you got to think that uh, in Vegas he's gonna get peppered. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, yeah, and then um, in in team two did stack up uh, Bateman with uh, Lamar Jackson too, so that yeah. worked out nicely for him. Yeah. Okay, Dulcich goes off the board. That what do you think of Dulcich? I mean, he's been uh, you know he's been falling a lot. Been falling a lot. I he's been falling like last night. I did a live and I was. I kind of let him fall a bit too far. I should have grabbed him, and then he went a bit after, and I was like, ah, because he, he is going later. And to me, it's one of those where, like, when everybody was going Dulcich, I was, you know, kind of avoiding him, and now that he's falling, I feel like he still has the same opportunity as he did before. We still don't know which Sean Payton going there, who, which guy's going to take it. I wish I had asked him on the beach in Cabo when I ran into him. <laughs> That's a one regret, Dan. I didn't just you like, you know, as he's walking away, just give him the, hey, Sean, Alberto or Dulcich, you know, like just one of those just to to get the quote. But yep. your boys, actually, yeah. hold on. We got to talk this out here. Are you still thinking your boy? Yeah, I, I like him better than uh, the number four selection. I really do, because I think he's on a better offense. I think he's got a better quarterback. Uh, he's got no competition. I kind of like that guy that's sitting there. At number four? Uh, oh, man, I went in the wrong room. Yes. I just think he's going to get peppered. I'm, I'm using that word a lot, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to let you pick because this is your position, and I've picked a lot of guys in the last couple, so I'll let you pick then. Let's let's take Juwan here. I got a I got a real good feeling about Juwan. Okay. And then if if your guy comes back around, I would love that. Then we, there we go. Yeah, it, it's it's hard when we get in these like you know the kind of debate discussions because it's like you, I want to say but I you gotta wait. Right. So we apologize for the uh, the code <laughs> the code talk the 007 talk that we we got going, guys. Smash the like, smash the subscribe. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. The chat as usual, all you guys, Wheeler, Snowman, Joe, appreciate you guys hanging with us tonight. Yep, uh, Harry Snowman was asking Beckham having MCL. No, it was an ACL, and it was uh, at the very end of the it was the Super Bowl of the 2021 season That's is right. when it happened. So he didn't play at all last year. Gonna have to scroll down here momentarily. 
All right. The anticipation is killing me now. Can <laughs> can we get our guy? Can we sneak him through? I know, right? You know, we might have been able to sneak him through the other way, but I was just, I don't know. I was worried a little bit that uh, Juwan might not be there, and I, I do feel very, very strongly about him. Well, look, the, these tournaments are the type of tournaments that it's all right to not go chalk and get your guy. Yep. Especially in these rounds, double-digit rounds, you know, it's a position that's pretty flat. All right, we just got to make it through. Anthony Anthony Richardson goes off the board here in the twelfth round. Yeah, that's not a bad pick there. Um, you know, especially when you got Mahomes. I, I was mean, just going to say, know. especially when you pair it up with Mahomes, I like I like that a lot. I mean, personally, I would I, I would just wait and either not take another quarterback if I got Mahomes, or but if I'm going to take one, it's going to be a guy like that for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys left on the board that he that he took him over though for redraft. As much as I love me some AR. All, All right, right, we're on the we're in, and he's there, Dan. He's there. Do it. Smash it. This, All right. This this one's yours, JD. All right. So you know our discussion was we we waited till this is tight end premiums, guys. Remember tight end premium FFPC and eleventh uh, round. We didn't have a tight end yet. Dan is is super high on Juwan Johnson out there in New Orleans. We already picked up Kendrick Miller. I wanted to grab him to, to finish off our RB position. Love him as a rookie. Love him in New Orleans. So a bit of a Saints stack going on there. And then I really like Schultz. I just think we, we've seen the rookie quarterback come in and just gravitate towards the dependable, you know, veteran type tight end. And I totally see them bringing in Schultz for that reason uh, in Houston. So I like, I like the two tight ends. I mean, we didn't spend a lot at the position, but in these type of tournaments with tight end premium FFPC, if you hit on one of these tight ends, Dan, that, that can really make your, your team. Yep. That's exactly it. And, you know, I like how we didn't spend very much. And, you know, if, if we don't get those early guys, I'm not going to sit around and, you know, try to chase, you know, chase and, you know, mm -hmm. take an Evan Ingram or whatever, because who knows, Evan Ingram could, uh, you know, they, they've added uh Ridley there. So that could take a lot of uh, market share away from Ingram. So, um, uh, I, I like, um, where we're sitting at tight end, tap those two late. Uh, we'll probably grab another one somewhere along the way. And, uh, you know, we got three decent options that we didn't spend a lot for. And I feel you don't definitely between Juwan and uh, Dalton Schultz that we'll be able to cobble together pretty good starters every week. Yeah. You're looking, you're looking, you're not looking for these guys to, to be, tight end one for you uh, in you know every week like a kelsey you're, you're looking you're looking to get your points everywhere else you're you're weak winning points everywhere else every once in a week you'll get a nice blitz blitz week off of these guys maybe they get a double touchdown week but you're not depending on them dan uh they're more kind of keeping the, the floor of your roster while your other big weapons uh hopefully produce for you on a weekly basis right yep exactly and i mean we you know i say that but as I'm saying it, we got to remember new quarterback in New Orleans. He could easily gravitate to, to JJ um, at tight end. I know he's friends with with Hill, but Hill's just annoying. <laughs> uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah, I mean Taysom is you know he is what he is, but uh, Juwan is he's a converted wide receiver, so I like him a lot. Yeah, especially in an offense that not too many weapons, let's face it. 
Right. So end of the 12th, Dan, uh, starting the third, we've got our quarterback and Herbert. We've got our two tight ends we just talked about. We smashed our five running backs, and we've got four receivers in A.J. Brown, Drake London, Mike Evans, and Quentin Johnson. So nothing yeah. too crazy. As you look at the board, Dan, anything like stand out? Is there anyone kind of going really off chalk or too chalk? Or... No, I don't think... Trying to see. Yeah, it looks pretty pretty standard yeah. so far. Yep. Team team two is doing a nice job. Uh they're picking up Irv Smith. I like that mm -hmm. pick a lot there. Um he was somebody who I had in our queue uh that I thought we might think about for that third tight end if he made it back to us. Man, I'd love to see him do something in Cincinnati. He's a guy I know you and I are both mm -hmm. invested in in Minnesota and just injuries and whatever else never happened. Yep. Yeah. But he's got a, he's got a really nice opportunity in front of him in Cincinnati for sure. So, uh, he came out probably about as, as good as he possibly could on that. Yeah, every guy I go to talk to you about is still in the queue. So I, <laughs> I got to look at the board instead of the queue. So we've got 17 quarterbacks off the board. Aaron Rodgers, I feel, is is even, you know, considering like Anthony Richardson goes off right before him. I think that's pretty good value in Rodgers as QB 17 in the, the 13th round. I think you can do worse than that. Mm -hmm. Singletary, uh, newly positioned in Houston as the RB 52. Zay Jones, receiver 60. And Irv, we just talked about as tight end 18. Yes. Scroll your uh, board up a bit, Dan. Yep. There it is. Again, guys, tune in tomorrow night, Player Profiler channel. You'll find the GOAT District. Big show tomorrow talking about rookies and their landing spots. Right now we're doing a Fantasy Pros FFPC $350 buy-in, $1 million grand prize redraft tournament. This is not best ball. We will have to fill starting lineups. We'll have to do waivers. It's a managed league championship for $350 buy-in. But what is it, Dan? If you get three right now, I'm going to go look that up. I always forget what the deal is. If you get three right now, you get three. the early bird promo. You sign up prior to June 1st. You'll get a $35 league credit. And there's a lot you can do on this site for $35, Dan. They got the $35 Superflex tournament for $50,000 right now. Yep. They've got the $35 regular best balls, 28 deep. They've got slims, 20 deep. Superflex, one QB, you name it, they got it. Dynasty redraft. Go check it out, myffpc.com. And if you're not already on there, use the code GOAT, use the link below, and we'll hook you up with a deposit bonus. Dan, scroll it up a bit for the peeps. Yep. All right. So. We're going to have some, a couple of interesting choices here, I think. 
nineteen twelve in the house. Nineteen twelve. You still on the clock in OG or what? <laughs> He's been on all the right. clock all day. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I don't normally take another quarterback in these things, but there is a quarterback in our queue that's uh, a very nice value here. Okay. I got, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got and but yeah. we could also do a tight end if we. If we do that quarterback, we could probably we should be able to push him around the corner no matter what. Um, so we should take somebody other than a quarterback here. Um, I don't mind number two in our queue. Well, if you're gonna do that, you might as well hit two and then try to hit him on the way back. Yeah. So, man, I have so much of that team. <laughs> the the yeah. value is just. Yeah. Well, I like I like Rondell Moore because I think he's uh, you know he's going to be very involved in the offense. Um, you know, even if uh, DeAndre Hopkins sticks around, uh, I think Moore anytime he's playing, he's 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 a good floor play uh, for our team at wide receiver. You know, somebody you can always throw in there in the flex and uh, you know get about ten points out of at the least. I mean, you're 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 looking at. You know, the, these younger second, third year guys that maybe haven't popped yet in this range, the older guys, the rookies, guys that you don't think will get past a wide receiver three on their team, past the tar you know, the fifth target on their team. That that's kind of what you're looking at in this range. There's some gems here and there. Mm -hmm. But coming off of injury, again, like I say, I've got a lot of this. Yes, yes, nineteen twelve. This is a three hundred and fifty league. Yep, and yeah, getting getting more at wide receiver sixty three is great. Wandale Robinson, you know, is basically the identical player except Wandale is hurt um, and probably won't be playing until the middle of the season. Dan, I just added a name. Uh oh, um, I don't know if you just don't like it or missed it. Well, let's see who it is. Um, like just be, just because we don't have the other two, right? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I don't love it. Um, but okay. if you want it, uh, you know. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. Dan, I'm not on. I'm not on my desk pounding my chest or anything right now. I'm not. Uh, Oh, I love that guy who just went off the board. Rishi yeah, Rice. We, we had him on ours too. Yeah, Rashi Rice and and Jaden Reed were two receivers. Just the first time I started looking at the rookie yeah. class, it just kind of popped off. So, and as as I'm thinking about our our number one, I mean, that's going to be somebody we're holding for a while, but probably worth it. Do you want to you want to take? Uh, Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what, Dan? That that might not be a good move. Okay. We might we might be able to pick that up later. You know what I mean? Right. All right. Do you want to go tight end or do you want to go uh, receiver then? What's going on with six? Um, he'll probably last till the next round. Do you want to go uh, three or four? Yeah. Three or four? Three or four? I don't care which one. Let's go three. Okay. I think we'll come back and pick up four. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we take Jaden Reed. Uh, yeah, it's just him and and Rice are just you know kind of, like they're not the fastest guys. They're not the 
the most athletic guys necessarily, but just guys that go up and get the ball, those contested balls and, and good landing spots. Reed uh, in Green Bay, right? I believe uh, it was yes. Green Bay. Yep, in Green Bay. And, you know, with, uh, with Lazard out of town and Dubes didn't really fire at all. Uh, so you got to think Reed's got a nice opening. And he looked great in the senior bowl. And he, you know, the Packers took him in the second round at pick 50, I think it was. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's a, that's, that's a nice pick, uh, shows a lot of faith by the Packers. So yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah. I, I, the, I think the Packers did all right, man. I think Jordan Love's going to be sneaky this oh, year. Yeah, the, and, Packers, uh... the Packers definitely gave, um, Aaron Rodgers, the big FU <laughs> on the way out of town. With which drafting. we, which we knew was going to happen, Dan. Oh like, yeah. He knew that was going to happen. You yeah. Know? Yeah, so they, they, they draft uh, three receivers in rounds two and three. Uh, they got uh, Jaden Reed and then two tight ends. So, got to love that. And speaking of... I added another player to the queue in the five hole. All right, buddy. So we're at the end of the 14th round, guys. 20 round draft. Defenses start going off the board. Yep, 1912 correctly points out. Vikings fans talking nice words about Green Bay. Um, <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> So and to make up for my appearance on uh, uh, the Bus Bell podcast. Yeah, guys, Bradley. go check that out. Dan, why don't you tell people where they can find that? Yeah, so um, if, if you follow uh, Bradley Staldor on uh, Twitter, um, I was on his podcast last Monday. Uh, we are talking about a lot of uh, pre-draft stuff, most of which uh, you know, I think still ended up being pretty relevant. We were looking at players that we thought whose value might really either – uh, go up or down a lot based on the draft. And so uh, a lot of those ended up happening. So definitely worth checking out. Uh, and uh, you can you can find it also under the uh, the Best Bell uh, feed, I believe. So. <laughs> <laughs> 1912, hilarious. Yes. Scroll the, the board up a bit, Dan, just because we're... Yep. Yep. We're getting into that 15th round now. You've got three defenses. Our boy Justin Tucker off the board. Dan, we were not the first team to take kicker, which I'm is surprising because right you and I doing these redraft teams or teams where there's kickers, we're usually one of the first ones anyways to take one. Yep. Yeah, though um, hopefully there's, there's a couple more targets I'm interested in. Uh, I, I think uh, Sunday delivery was just – was just uh, sniping um, the two spot there with the uh, the Baltimore stack. <laughs> Could be. Are you are you with me in the sense that um, I usually attack kicker before defenses, just because defenses are more seem to be more luck factor. Yeah, I mean, at this time of year, I can kind of go either way. Um, okay. Like I've I found if some of the kickers that were really good last year are a little bit less interesting to me this year. 
Whereas, um, well, there's there's at least one defense that I really like. Okay. Oh, here's another guy I just threw in there. Somebody mentioned this guy in the chat. Oh, you can take a look at it. And, and Alex Keaton's right. Uh, the 49ers kicker late. That's uh, that's not a bad move at all. Yeah, what's going on with... Oh, the rookie, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Wheeler. Dome or warm weather. Yep. So I added some... Um, some tight ends, some receivers, a couple or a receiver and a running back there. Okay. Yeah, I was I was surprised that uh Everett went right after we took uh Jaden Reed. I thought that Everett would probably make it back around to us. I was going to ask you Everett and Higby are two guys that I find interesting right now. Like they neither has a home, right? Uh, well, Everett Everett is uh still with the Chargers. He is. Okay. Yeah. And Higby huh. is still with the Rams as far as I know. Maybe we should have taken Everett coming back there. I mean, we could have, but I really thought he was going to last until our next pick here. He's been falling. That's why. That's why I wasn't sure if he was even cons- like. I know he's on the roster. I just didn't know if he was going to start the season there. But all right, if it if it comes to us, um, I really like the number one player we have on our hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that's a that's yeah. A great out of out there. of anyone there is the only one that's exciting. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I feel like that's happening because I don't even see him in the. Yeah. Yeah. We should be good on that one. Pretty good. Just Tate. Let's see what's Joe Carlton saying. He, he traded Ridley, Shark, Warren right, for Juju in the 202. Yeah. Smash that first one. Okay. And now, before before we hit that, that'll be a good thing to hit once uh, it gets past our second pick. Yes, here. yes. But let's uh, let's figure out what we want to do with this pick. I'm thinking. So we've got two, four, five running backs, seven receivers, two tight ends. Yeah. So I I feel pretty good at wide receiver, and I feel pretty good at at running back. I mean, you know we. Can definitely add to the pile, but I feel fine with both of those right now. I feel like we definitely need to look at another the, tight end the, somewhere along the I've way. I've got two in there. Yep. I don't know if you like either of them. I do. Um, I like them both. Um, I think probably the the best. Even, the, even this guy, I'll throw. I threw another one in there. Okay. I actually really like these guys in this range, to be honest. Like I, I really like them even more than guys in in tiers maybe a couple above. Okay, yeah, I I like um, I like the one in the six hole probably the best. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't have to convince me. Okay, I I, I figured I probably wouldn't. So <laughs> <laughs> I got so yeah. much Del- Jelani Woods, Jelani Woods, Woods going into yes. this season, man. It's come it's, on down. I mean, just think about being on the field with with like Woods, uh, Pierce, uh, you know, Ar Jade. Like these guys are all freaks. You know what I mean? You're gonna have all of them on the field at the same time. It's gonna be so fun. Yep, definitely. All right. So. And I like Woods going into the second season. He he was good. Like he was a red zone target last year. He was he was kind of being used like he wasn't getting peppered, but he was kind of very versatile in the way that he was being used at the position. Not much competition there. Mo Ali's still there, or is he? Um, I know. I'm just. I thought he signed up. with somebody else. No way. That I didn't know. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. I, I think he might have. Okay. I'll let you look it up. I got to keep the board up on mine. So yeah, no, no problem. Let's see here. Well, like charged with assault and battery. Okay, well there you go. That is not good. No, why is it showing a basketball guy though? Is there basketball? No. Well, no, it's okay, still yeah, they're, they're, is, uh, It looks like they're making him available for a trade, but I haven't seen that anything's happened. Yeah. Okay. Which is great for Woods, right? Yeah, I, I think you know if if it, if Mo Ali Cox was going to turn into anything, he would have by now. And he's a little bit more of that um, that guy who's more of a blocker but can catch the ball, whereas Woods is a little bit more of a pass catcher. Let's go back to Mims. Um, yep. Denver, an offense we both like to turn it around this year. They haven't moved Judy. If anything, they locked up. I heard. I'm pretty sure they locked him up today. No, Judy, your fifth year option at least. Is that what I heard? Uh, yes, what yes, I hear? they did. Okay, and then Sutton is there. Uh, Tim Patrick coming off injury, you know, guys like us drafting in January, February, where he was a nice kind of late round guy you threw into your rosters as a flyer. Now that they add Mims with this regime, with a guy that Peyton himself drafted, how do you see this receiving core playing out? Yeah, so I think... Um... You know, I've never been much of a Cortland Sutton guy, um, so I think you know I think there's room for Mims to come in there. Um, Tim Patrick is, you know, he's a pretty good receiver, but he's coming off an ACL. Uh, KJ Hamler can't stay healthy, yeah. uh, you know. So I I think Mims is somebody we'll probably need to hold on our roster for a few weeks before he really starts to to take off, but uh, he definitely might be worth holding coming down the stretch. And we do have, of our receivers, three of them are rookies, too. So we've got Quentin Johnson, uh, yeah. Jaden Reed, and Marvin Mims, uh, all as rookie receivers. I mean, ro- rookies, we talked about it earlier in this draft. They, in, in these type of tournaments where it's such a big player pool and it's top-heavy, rookies are very attractive. You know, they, they give you that upside. They give you that that kind of lottery ticket. Yeah. And, and, and we're definitely heavy on rookies overall because we also have three rookie running backs, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, and uh, Kendra Miller. So, uh, you know, not that I mind that at all. Uh, it's it, it, it's going to be uh, a team that I think as the, the season goes along just gets stronger with those rookies. And I think we've got the firepower to get through the early weeks of the season too. You're, you're not trying to get through 12 guys, Dan. You're trying to get through, I'd have to go back and look how many are in this tournament, but 
uh, where is it? There's 20,000, Dan, 20,000 yes, exactly. teams. So you, you, you're not trying to beat 12 guys. You're not trying to, you know, build a floor or, you know, have, have your depth has to be swinging for the fences, lottery tickets. You know, they need to smash. If your bench smashes or a part of your bench smashes, not, not like it does. All right. Then you have a chance, but if you're, you know, and that's why you got to, the build here is completely different than, than a best ball. Yep. Absolutely. And, you know, as, as we look at our build here too, um, you know, I, I don't care if we get another quarterback or not. Um, it's not a high priority for me. Yeah. Like Justin Herbert's bye week is week or no, that's not, his we don't, week, we don't know, saying. but oh my yeah. God. The we best have, we part have is no that, idea, but uh, we, we know it's not going to be in the first. The best part weeks. is that I was listening to something the other day and the, the guy was asking about bye weeks and I was thinking, why are you asking about bye weeks? And then I just looked at it for some reason I mentioned that. But, yeah. um, you, you know, those are things when you're building these teams later on this offseason, once they, they release the schedule, you're definitely going to want to pay attention to that. But running back, I'm fine. Quarterback, I'm fine. Uh, receiver, like you said, we're fine. And even tight end, I mean, I could add another tight end just because, you know, we kind of have three. Yep. Talking about swinging for the fences. Yeah, I mean the the two guys we have in our queue, I like. Um, mm-hmm. If we get to add them, I'm curious what you think about four in our queue. Um. I'm not a huge fan of four. No, I'm um, not either. That's why I'm just, I'm curious yeah. to, somebody mentioned them earlier. Okay. Yeah. And especially with what we're doing in our build, I'm not sure that it makes sense. Uh, ooh, I was sorry to see the New England defense go there. That would have been a good pick. That was the other thing I was going to ask you when, um, well, let me pull up the D's here. I mean, the good thing is with this, it's not like best ball where you're trying to, you know, gobble up three, two or three, depending on how you make your builds. You really just need a one here. Yep. Oh, I actually like, <coughs> oh, we're in the clock. Yes, we are. Well, we can come back at that position. Okay. Um, so what do you want to do here? Um, we can do a, a defense or a kicker or one of the ones we have on the screen. Oh yeah. Let me see which uh, kickers. Oh, why don't we take, um, The f- where where are you in kickers? Which one would you take? Um, I think we can wait. Okay. What's? I kind of like the tight ends here. Okay. Personally, I know you're not excited about them, but I like either one. I kind of like four's upside a lot more. Okay. Go ahead and do it. Isaiah likely is a guy I've been grabbing as my tight end three or four in a lot of drafts, especially right. tight end premiums, just because. It's not because I think Mark Andrews is going anywhere. I just like what I saw from Likely, man, uh, last year. You got to think they're going to get him more involved. Yes, they brought in receivers. That, that I think, is more to open up the game. And, you you, you know, guys like Likely maybe benefit from that. Um, but I definitely like what I saw from the rookie. And, you know, God forbid there is some kind of injury. His, he's just going to skyrocket. Yep. For sure. All right, we're back on in two. 
Um, so that, oh, okay. So yeah. Kicker here. Yeah. I don't mind doing that. I mean, I know, um, it's a little bit early, but not too, not too early. I don't think because we're coming around on the 18th round. Uh, so we, we have to get a kicker. We got to get a defense and then we're gonna have room for one more position. So yeah, I'd, I'd say let's go ahead and do the kicker here. Okay. Do you have any strategies to when you're picking your kicker? Like I'll, if, if I've got a stack or an offense, I'm maybe weighted heavily on I'll, if I, if I'm choosing between guys, I'll usually go the, the offense or do you just take the best guy available? You don't really care. Um, I mostly take the best guy available. I don't okay. worry about the only thing I don't want to correlate with is my quarterback. Um, because it, with your kicker and your quarterback, I mean, either you're scoring touchdowns or field goals. So, um, it's hard for them to both have big weeks. And that that's the nugget I was looking for, Dan. So that's for those listening. Hopefully you guys wrote that down. All right. And so we got to think about defense and also. I'm curious. Okay. So is this rookie playing for sure? I would think so, yeah. And if he's not, then we can always switch. But okay. they drafted him in the third round, so. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. What do you think I, about I, that? I Anyways. got to think that they're going to play. What do you What do you think about that? I mean, it's <laughs> it's really early. That's what uh, I think Alex Keaton. Alex Keaton really wants us to get that guy. I was asking you about. Yeah. You know, and I, I I was just looking to see if Jarek McKinnon had been taken, but he was taken way back in the ninth round. That's that's insanely early. Somebody took Jarek McKinnon before Charbonnet. Because they and saw you, Gibson they saw you in the room, Dan. And a chain. Yikes! They know how much you love that McKinnon. Yeah, late. That's that's where the value is. Is late. So we're in the eighteenth round, guys. End of the eighteenth, twenty round okay. draft. Yep. I'm, just to kind of clean up our queue, I'm going to take off the last guy because we definitely don't need any more tight ends. No. Um, and if you don't mind, I'm going to take off the numbers two and three guys. I'll leave, take off number three. I'll leave number two. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's. it's not like, like I said, I'm not banging the table for any of these guys. Right. It's more just for the, um, the build. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan, that tight end. I can't believe he's still there. Which one? The one I just put in there, just to show you. <laughs> you see it? Hang on. I got to refresh. No. No? Um, I mean, yeah, he's, he, he's definitely, uh, you know, a decent shot. No, I'm just and, thinking. Like, would you prefer and, him over the guys we took? The last, the last guy. Yeah, they're all in the same tier for me. No, okay. And anyway, he just disappeared. There, totally. Yeah, because uh, he's he's paired up with Aaron Rodgers now. So, oh, he stacked them too, eh? Yep, yep. Nice. He stacked them. Team two go. stacked. Yeah, Conklin is a sneaky tight end. I like it, especially in best balls and tight end preem. People forget. Uh, I mean, not that Aaron Rodgers really peppered tight ends, but. Right. 
All right. Well, it's clearly raining here again, Dan. It's been raining all week. Just dying <laughs> for some sun, please, tomorrow, Lord. Hey, we, we've had sun the past couple days here, so it's been <sighs> kind of nice. Um, Send it my way, brother. Send it north. <laughs> right. So we've got our kicker. We've got four tight ends. We've got two, four, six, seven receivers. This isn't best ball, so it's not like you necessarily need to, like, you know, go... 10 receivers or whatever you're starting these guys and then we've got our five running backs including Bijan and Jameer Gibbs Theo I think Theo is gonna like that what do you think I feel like Theo is gonna like that that running back yeah. room yeah yeah I think so too for sure and then Justin Herbert at quarterback so the only real stack to be honest Dan is the um London Bijan which is like a semi stack, like a light stack. And then we've got our rookie Quentin Johnson with um, Herbert. Yeah. And call me crazy, but I think I just put our defense on there. See what you think about that one. They scored pretty well last year, and they're they're continuing to to add talent. Do it. You hate it, don't you? Not at all. I know you think that because the division, but all right, not necessarily. No, I I I like it. I think if anything, uh, you like it for the division. Exactly. That's right. That's, that's the main reason why I yeah, like it. It's beautiful. There Do could, it. There, there could Jackson be some rookie quarterbacks going in there for sure. See, uh, Theo likes our running backs. Andrew will like our defense. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Because you, you're going to have potentially Tennessee, Houston um, with rookie quarterbacks in Indianapolis. All right. So we're one pick away from ending this draft. This is the yep. $1 million roster. If, if you guys are watching, don't, don't even, don't bother. This is it right here. And I know we have tons of rookies, but I just put another rookie into the queue. <laughs> That I like a lot. Uh, this is what happens this time of year, Dan. It's just you know. Yeah, but I, you know, the thing is, we can we can always grab the crusty vet later. But I like this rookie because of where he's at now. Um, it says he's a free agent, but he's not. You know where he's at. I don't want to say because that'll give it away. Take him. Yeah, we gotta wait till it's our turn. But, but yeah. Take him now, Dan. No, do it now. No. Now. <laughs> trying to look at who's kind of left in the queue in these drafts, like that don't even get drafted. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Okay. We just have to be patient and wait. There it goes. There you go, Keaton. Jonathan Mingo off the board. He's been telling us for about seven rounds to take Mingo. So. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. I mean, I don't know. To me, experience tells me, like, if, if the guy was not on my radar pre-draft and then gets drafted, like, way above expectation to, you know, 
I yep. don't know. That, to me, there's not too many reasons to draft him is what I'm saying, I think. Yeah. He could be yeah. he could be a boat, Dan. That's that's yeah, the best. Could I be know. a boat. Rookie quarterback, all that. So, yeah, like that. Cool. I started talking, and I'm like, everything I mentioned is going to be a reason not to take him, and that's kind of why. So, Keaton, I mean, I'm interested if you if, you know you want to sell us on it. All right, I'm going to take that running back. So do it. We just, talk talk to me about it, though. <clears throat> okay, so he's in uh, Tampa Bay, um, uh, which okay. really has just Rashad White. Yeah, and not much else. So, um, 100%. even though even though Tucker went undrafted, um, he was a guy that we liked a lot uh, through the pre pre draft process, um, and you know Tampa Bay was pretty quick to snap him up. So, I think there's uh, there's there's definitely an opening for him to be able to contribute here, and he's a guy who can uh, both run and catch passes. So he's my James Robinson. He's my no. Is it James? Who's the guy in Tampa that they drafted or that they signed after the draft and ended up being legit? Man, I had so many shares of this guy in Dynasty, and I can't think of his name right now. In Tampa? Oh, Legarrett. That was Legarrett Blunt, wasn't it? <clears throat> Way back when, yeah. Was that Blunt? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, many years ago. You're showing so your Sean age. Green's asking. We'll we'll go back and read off our team. Sean Green. I'm 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 guessing he's team number three because he's asking what we think about it so i'll read it off to you dan jamar chase josh jacobs chris alave joe burrow with the stack keenan allen damian pierce george pickens dalton kincaid and chig back-to-back tight ends kirk cousin as his qb2 michael thomas deontay foreman devin singletary justin tucker first kicker off the board defense is philly zach evans jerome ford i like the jerome ford pick there I had him in RQ, John Mechie, Zamir White, and then Kenny Pickett. So three interesting three quarterbacks. I don't get yeah, that. I, I mean, guess he's you know he's got the it, you're kind of at the end of the draft, so it's just know, whatever. Two, yeah, it's kind of whatever. Um, you can see what happens with Pickett. Um, but yeah, I like the I like the stack. You know, he's got Burrow and uh, mm-hmm. Chase going there, um, which is really nice, and. I, it, it's basically this this team is going to do about as well as the running backs do. Josh Jacobs and Damian Pierce is great. Um, after that, there's a lot of questions at running back, which, you know, in a, with where you drafted him, that's going to be the case. Um, but you got And which is why he smashed running back often yeah, later yep, in the last exactly. like, five seasons. I love the Mechie guys. pick, too. Uh, yeah. That's one of my favorite guys to, to take. Uh, we ended up not taking him in this build, but uh, even he, even he Zamir White then, like behind Jacobs, nothing much there. Zamir White's we didn't see much from last year, but mm-hmm. could possibly, you know. Yeah, well, he got Singletary too, who, who's behind Damian Pierce, so that's not bad at all. Yeah, uh, true. Yeah, nice build, yeah. nice build three. Yeah, I can, I you know. Um, tight end, uh, Kincaid and Conquo, um, you know, those are nice targets in that area. Uh, I like that. We, we were kind of thinking about Kincaid would have thought about Conquo too, if we'd have been looking at tight end. Uh, I, I, right around my only thing on that, Dan, is if, if I'm taking Kincaid, which I'm probably not going to have a lot of based on where he's going, I'm definitely taking a third tight end. Um, yeah, that's my only kind of roster build type of comment there. Yep. And then our team, um, 
I, I, I like how our team uh, fell together. I think we're going to have, you know, we're going to have three running backs. We're starting pretty much every week as long as they're healthy. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we're going to have, uh, you know, A.J. Brown is definitely going to be starting. And then Mike Evans, I think, will definitely be starting. And then we got Drake London or Quentin Johnson. Uh, we could start either one of those, kind of see how things go. Uh, you know, plus we've got some, some nice rookie depth down below there. So I like that. Our tight ends, we've got four. We're not going to, we're probably not going to keep four tight ends on this no. roster uh, the whole time. But we're going to kind of wait and see what, what shakes out between uh, these four guys and see who who looks like is uh, really starting to put it together. And eventually we'll get a second quarterback. But right now, we really don't need one. Thing thing is, when you if you do hit on even just two of these guys, like when you have two, three solid guys at tight end in the FFPC builds where you're where you're actually managing your starting lineups, man, is it so much easier, right, Dan? Week to week, like when you have those because of the flexibility with the two uh, flex spots and the tight end premium, just having the the three. Um, even if it makes you have to decide your tight end spot, having the, the option to throw one of those guys in a flex anytime, if not every week, depending on who it is, it right. really helps you kind of manage your week to week, uh, you know, st- starters. And it, and it kind of makes up for maybe weaknesses in other positions. Yep, for sure. It takes the pressure off of, uh, you know, trying to come up with as many wide receivers because you can do it with tight ends. And I think, um, uh, I think we're going to see a lot more um, tight end scoring a little bit better. I mean, I think tight end is always a junk position. It's always the hardest because, you know, there's only three or four really, really good ones. But I think there's going to be um, the, the rest of the field is going to even out a little bit more because I'm expecting some teams to start using 12 personnel a lot more, uh, kind of realizing that tight end is a cheaper position than wide receiver and a little bit easier to find. Um you know, so if they don't have three good wide receivers that they really like, if they can come up with a second tight end, then they can play 12 personnel a lot more. And then that also helps them out in the running game, running game as well. For sure. So, Dan, we're at a buck 30 here. Um, yeah, 930. So we'll wrap this thing up, guys. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you're tuning in. Tomorrow night on the Player Profiler Network, you'll find a brand new Goat District show. Uh, we'll be, you know, checking out that now that the rookies have a landing spot, who we like, who we don't like, every aspect. You know, obviously we're going to talk about high stakes and redraft, but we'll we'll touch on dynasty and best ball as well. The chat, you guys are awesome. Best Bell, there's Bradley right there. Check out. Make there sure you is. guys smash the subscribe to Best Bell Fantasy yes. as well. Shout out to Bradley. Uh, Dan was on there recently. Go check out that episode. Famous Jay, Joe Carlton, Sean Green, Jonathan Mahan. Probably saying that wrong. 1912. 1912. Alex Keaton, Kev Wheeler in the house, a bunch of goats. Um, You guys are awesome, man. We we appreciate you guys hanging with us tonight. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. We'll be back, uh, like I said, regularly doing these live ones. We'll get some, some goats on here, some big players on here talking strategy. Anything, Dan, uh, before we want to, before we uh, close it out, no. Just remember, tune in tomorrow night. We're gonna be, uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, the, uh, you know, the aftermath of the NFL draft and and how we're gonna be uh, dealing with that in our redraft leagues primarily, but also in uh, 
little bit for uh, Dynasty players as well. For sure, guys. Follow Dan at Overhype Sleeper. No E on the end on the Twitter machine. I'm at JD Goat District. You can follow all of us at Goat District. Appreciate you guys hanging out. And we'll check you all later. District, you know the Pope listens. Dynasty, our religion, for the blokes missing on all of these trades, on all of these plays, on all of these grades. By the end of the day, y'all getting played. So, what you gonna do next? Try to fill up that flex. Send the homie a text. That trash offers the best. You try to make it complex. Then they text you back. Now all of a sudden, they don't make any sense. <laughs> Broaden your horizons, boy. Dynasty's not for the Simons, boy. These trades not for consignment, boy. Respect your opponent, y'all some piranhas, boy. This my advice from me to you. Open up your cute little podcast queue. Search up G-O-A-T District, my dude. Pop it in your ear, man. Y'all know what to do. It's the... And I always be traded. Traded. And I always be traded. Traded. And I always be trading. Y'all try to betray them, but first you gotta bait them. Bait them.